2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
3: All right. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this question is quite simple. Well, Jacob Albrock here, Sports Daily, alongside Paul Savage, Tommy Castor. Chad Chambers producing. Let's give away some HTO real quick, Chad, before we get into this. Uh, Free HTO Brewhouse coffee times two. I'll give away two cards that are good for the East Wichita and Derby locations where you can get some HTO coffee more than just the great iced tea. uh, All the iced and coffee drinks you can imagine up. We'll give a couple of those away right now. Good luck, everybody. Call into that IHOP hotline 869-1240 and get your hands on those free Brewhouse coffee cards. Uh, All right, guys. You wacko for Flacco? Tommy, you wacko for Flacco? I mean, this has been remarkable.
2: I am after last night. That was an impressive game for Joe Flacco without Amari Cooper. And we forget about that. Amari Cooper didn't play. In the game last night, and Flacco still put up a ton of yards, led the team to another win. They clinched a postseason berth, and this is—don't forget—a Jets secondary that has been really, really good this year. And all Flacco did was go out there and throw for almost 300 yards in the first half. So yeah, I'm wacko for Flacco right now. It took me a little while to jump on board with that, but man, I'm right there.
3: 300 yards and three touchdowns in the first half against what had been the best pass defense in football. Paul, I know you're a sucker for good stories. I I know you can relate to finding success in an advanced age. You got to be all in on this Flacco story, don't you? I
4: love it, man. This is what makes NFL what it is. I mean, it's just—it's great. I mean, this is one of those stories. Guy, you know, has a so-so career. I mean, let's face it; it's a good career. So-so. It's, not, it's a good career. You got a
3: super. You got a Super
4: Bowl-winning quarterback. He's here. no. That's right. He's had a good career. He's no Tom Brady. But he's like he's had well, a good career. Nobody he's, in the history of football well, is. You know, you know my I set my standards high. What can I tell you? But the point is, is that it's a good story. Age has something to do with it. The fact that a guy's experience has a lot to do with the success he's had. Now, could he be a, a rush defensive end at this age? No, he couldn't be a rush defensive end. Could he be an offensive tackle? Yeah, probably not. Maybe closer than a defensive end. But you get the point. The point is, it's a great story. Guy retires, guy comes out of retirement, guy carries a team on his back. That the, the the franchise and the city just revolve around him, fall in love with him. Everybody's wearing Flacco t-shirts with a different message. I mean, how many, how many messages in that game did you did you see from the fans with t-shirts that say love Flacco in some way? It was Tremendous. That is a city and a franchise that has fallen in love with Joe Flacco. I think it's a great story. It's what makes the NFL the NFL, fellas.
3: Number one, Joe Flacco did not retire. He was playing last year with the Jets and was on the street unemployed, but not well, retired. All right. Well, that okay. and I, But I think that's important to say because it's criminal that the Jets let him go, number one. It's amazing to see a team that he used to play against in his division embrace him this way. Remember, Cleveland Ravens? I mean, that's a rivalry here. He's going to get a chance against Baltimore to, re- to uh, you know, avenge some things. Here's the thing for me. I love the story, too. I think I, I when I see it, I'm just like, you dummies, Jets. Like, how did you not have him back there as a backup quarterback to Aaron Rodgers?
2: He is the Because Aaron Rodgers wanted Tim Boyle, his buddy, to be the backup. That's why— Joe Douglas, Joe Douglas, the the general manager, was a Flacco guy. He's the one that brought Flacco in. But if you go back and you look, Tim Boyle was signed to the Jets because he has known Aaron Rodgers for a long time and backed him up before. That's why Tim Boyle is there, and that's why Joe Flacco was ran out of town.
3: I didn't know that. Okay. Um, Either way, it's a perfect fit for Cleveland. It wouldn't have been a perfect fit in New York like it is in Cleveland. It's a perfect fit for Cleveland because he's exactly what they need. He's better than Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson was 100% healthy right now, they would not give the ball to Deshaun Watson. That's a good point. That is an excellent point. I don't know what happens next year. But what I do know is we've caught lightning in a bottle with this one. As football observers, he is the perfect fit for Cleveland because they have a good enough defense to just have him let it rip, which he can still do, by the way. His arm has never been in question. I I, I brought we talked a lot about Flacco last night, you know, over the air with people all across the country on CBS Sports Radio and everyone kept saying he's old. He can't move. And I'm like, have you watched him play? He's moving great. Like he's he's flinging around in that pocket. dance. you know, he looks great to me. And the thing is, yeah, he's going to throw interceptions. But Cleveland needs a gunslinger. We've seen that stale offense with Watson and all the other cast of characters that are too afraid to take a risk and make mistakes. And then Flacco comes in. He's like, hey, I got Amari Cooper, Pro Bowl caliber wide receiver. We brought in Elijah Moore here to be good. David Njoku, he's as talented physically as any tight end in football. Let's let it rip, baby. Cleveland did what they did last night offensively. You know, Thirty points against what had been one of the best defenses in football. Right. With their fourth starting quarterback, their backup running back, their backup left tackle, their third string right tackle, and without Amari Cooper in that game, that's what Cleveland did last night. Right. And here with Joe Flacco at quarterback.
4: You made the point of the show, as far as I'm concerned, with the the ability to move uh, with regards to Joe Flacco.
3: There's a difference
4: between being able to move and understanding how to move around in a pocket, Jacob, and you know that. You know there are now is Flacco going to be great out in the flats? Is he going to get? Is he going to be great out in space throwing on? Them? No, he's not going. To, that's not what he does. But I think it's you'd be hard pressed not to understand that he certainly has an understanding of how you move and avoid inside the pocket which quarterbacks of his age can do. You move the right, you move the left, you step up into the pocket, step back into the pocket, move around. You might move two or three times while in the pocket, and he has a great sense for that. So I think that that was a great point. There's a difference between Flacco moving and and him moving in the pocket and moving out in space. Flacco's doing just what he needs to do. But that's experience, my friend. That's a guy that's had reps stepping up in the pocket, moving to the right in the pocket. He does those drills every day. He's done them his entire career. That's a great point, Jacob. It's not that he's moving well; it's that he's moving well where he needs to move. That's a great point.
2: The other yeah, thing to keep in mind gotta, with this, this Browns team. Other thing to keep in mind with this Browns team is that they've got an elite level defense. They really do, and they showed it last night against the jets they turned the jets over multiple times and i know it's trevor simeon but man like they, they've got a high powered play making explosive defense anchored by miles garrett and so if they can continue to play at that high level with joe flacco and, and you'll know, keep in mind they're kind of playing with house money right like everybody counted them out when Watson went down. They've started four different quarterbacks this season. The first team ever to make the playoffs after starting four quarterbacks in one season. They're kind of playing with house money. I also think, number one, if Joe Flacco is not the comeback player of the year, something's wrong. And number two, Kevin Stefanski should absolutely get the coach of the year. I don't care how things go the rest of the way. He led the Browns to -to back-to-back playoff berths for the very first time since Marty Schottenheimer was the coach of the Browns in the 80s. That was the last time the <laughs> Cleveland Browns have made back-to-back uh, playoff appearances. Well, and Stefanski did it with four different quarterbacks.
3: I, I, I've i had so much fun watching this team lately. Uh, the Browns fans deserve this. After the Deshaun Watson fiasco, I can't wait to see. If they go and win a playoff game or two or whatever... Can't wait to see the off season when it's like, all right, Deshaun Watson's back, everybody. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, okay. I, I say
2: they're they're playing with house money. They don't have a whole lot of regular money because of what they're right. playing. That's because they the don't have a Deshaun choice. Watson.
3: They, <laughs> they spend it all on a terrible quarterback. Oh. Uh, w- wow, it, what a what a cool story. Brees Hall, by the way, again good last night. It got lost in sort of the Jets. That it game did. got out of got got away from him just a little bit early. Uh, Brees Hall was really good again. They're finally utilizing him. Thank you. Like, what have we been doing here, Jets? Like, he he and Garrett Wilson are clearly the two best players on that roster. You got to find them some touches. Uh, I don't – the other piece of that game, like, I know that they've said Robert Sala and everybody's safe – or who knows they tried, what's going They happen. tried
2: to. They tried to last night. I mean, they got I, down I know. big early and then sort yeah. of clawed their way back a little bit. It was never really super close, but I mean, I, I didn't watch a team that I felt like had just given up, you know, that they were just done. I don't that think they've I, given up either. That's that's but, not what I saw. The other thing I want to point out is that it was a really good bet yesterday to put money on the Wichita kids, on Avery Johnson and Brees yeah. Hall. I did that in both cases, and both of those bets paid off. So that was a that was a good betting day and good performances from two kids from Wichita.
3: It was a very good betting day. It was a very good betting day. And that's what happens when you get big time offensive performances like that. I mean, that's why like I, I despise sludge, just drag it out slobber knocker type games. What? Because it's it's not good for fantasy football, it's oh, not for fun for betting football. You can laugh all you want. This is why the rule changes always favor the offense. I mean, it is. Uh, That was a fun one last night. And, yeah, Wichita kids, let's go Avery Johnson and Brees Hall. How incredible is that to see the two spotlights on those two guys, two guys we've watched play high school football here. That's right. I mean, Avery Johnson was like 13 months ago. Uh, But just cool, cool stuff for us locally. All right, we'll come back, final full segment of 2023 when we return on Sports Daily. 97.5